0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Guidance with Gab. So, it feels like it's been a really long time, even though it hasn't been, or maybe it has been. I don't know. You tell me. You let me know the last time you listened. Anyway, um, Mercury definitely full, fully in retrograde right now, life feeling funky, but I hope everyone is doing well, managing to get by. We have two more days left until Mercury heads out of the building. Um, And then, of course, shadow time, but we can pretend like that doesn't exist for today. Um, While we dive into deciding which meditation is best for you, and that is on a day-to-day basis. So, basically, in this episode, I'm going to explain why you should be choosing a specific meditation based on what you're trying to get out of it, and just diving into a few different types of meditation giving their simple overview, what to expect, and what their benefits are. So let's get started. All right, so how are you going to choose a meditation? First things first, decide where you are at in this exact moment and what you want to gain from your meditation. As each form of meditation, like, of course, they obviously give you the general, um, They all have similar goals, you know, each of them want to help you relax, um, live with a little less stress, a little more ease, a little more love, but each of them have different specializations, you know? So you really want to tune into what you are feeling in that moment, establish your intention of the meditation, and then take it from there. Like, do you want to try something new? Do you want to feel more grounded? Are you experiencing anxiety? Um, Do you need a little more self-love? Is that the purpose of it? Really ask yourself these questions and then take it from there. Each day you might feel something different. Like, of course, generally you might think, I prefer body scans over a mindfulness meditation. But in that moment, is a body scan what you need and what your body and your mind and your soul is asking for? I don't know. You're going to have to ask yourself that, create that intention, and then figure out which one works best for you there. Um so one of my favorite quotes by Thich Nhat Han is breath is the bridge with which connects life to consciousness, which unites your body to your thoughts. Whenever your mind becomes scattered, use your breath as the means to take hold of your mind again. I love this quote because your breath is really what centers you, what connects your mind and body, what brings you back into your into yourself when you could so oh my gosh my voice <laughs> when you could so easily get caught up in the chaos of life and all the movement we experience your breath is the thing that is always there for you your breath is with you in stillness in movement in chaos in turmoil your breath is always going to be there for you and when you focus on your breath you allow yourself to choose how you're going to react to certain situations If you're focused on your breath and you're taking it slow and you're observing it, then you might react a little more productively than if you're not in tune with your body, not in tune with how you're feeling, and you're probably breathing quickly, you're getting all huff and puff and all angry, you're probably not going to react as well to whatever situation you're in. So yeah, and your breath is totally connected to meditation, obviously. So let's get into the different types of meditations what to expect and their benefits. So I absolutely love loving kindness meditations. I like I said before you can't uh, your body and mind don't always want the same one but gosh I love loving kindness meditations. They're just awesome. They fill me with so much love. They make me feel a little lighter. They help me feel so understanding of other people. So in this meditation, um, I guess I'm generally going to explain what you would expect from like a YouTube guided meditation, not just YouTube, but you know what I'm saying, like a normal guided meditation. So one with loving kindness um, will probably have repeated mantras or phrases centered around love and kindness, like may you be safe, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you live with ease. Um, the person guiding it may throw in their own personal wisdom regarding love and kindness and moving a little more lightly, you know? So, um, yeah, that's what you can expect from a loving kindness meditation. And a lot of the times it's focused around your heart chakra. So, you may be breathing into your heart, focusing on the emotions in your heart center Um really connecting to the heartbeat because again love kindness that's all connected to your heart come on now um i love these because they do truly help you understand other people that's what i would say would be one of the biggest benefits because as you form compassion and love you begin to understand a sense of oneness and begin to understand people a lot better you begin to feel a little less judgmental On their actions because you're coming at them with love and compassion rather than anger and judgment you know Um, and in finding compassion for yourself in these meditations you're also extending that love and understanding for others the more you love yourself the more you're capable of loving other people The more you fill up your cup, the more you're able to give to other people. And my next episode is going to be on filling up your own cup. So you could stay tuned for that one. But yeah, so loving kindness overall helps you cultivate self-worth and love, understanding, compassion, super helpful if you need to kind of rebuild relationships, if you're in need of maybe like a restart with another person or yourself if you're feeling a little low on self-esteem, self-confidence, self-love, definitely check out a loving-kindness meditation. On to the next one. So we have a body scan. Um, during body scans, you're kind of redirecting your mind and your body and your breath and awareness to different parts of your body. Typically, these are done laying down... Um you start by it depends on how like fast or slow the person is going because sometimes like they'll go into each one of your toes and you're feeling the sensations in your big toe your little toe all of that other times it's a little more general Um, you might be sending awareness to your toes and then your feet up to your ankles through your calves up to your knees you're going throughout your entire body and this practice is awesome in allowing yourself to relax and to let go of thoughts. Because, wow, it is so relaxing. I do this one a lot of times before bed, so if you have trouble sleeping, I would recommend trying this one. But you're totally sinking into your mattress when you do this. It's so awesome because as you're just connecting to each part of your body, you're feeling the throbbing, you're feeling each sensation. It is like an insane amount of relaxation. Sometimes I'll do these during the day and I'm like, nope, I'm ready to go to bed. Can't do it. Um, And it does help you let go, let go of a lot of tension. We hold so much emotional and mental tension within our body. Our hands, I bet right now your hands are like a little tight or maybe, maybe your neck or shoulders are lifted up, holding tension. But during a body scan, you're truly allowing yourself to let that go, and you're you're feeling it with a lot of non non no non judgment, um, which is another great experience that you have during a body scan. You're truly just feeling your body with curiosity and freedom and acknowledgement, rather than like, oh my gosh, this part of my body's so tight, I'm so mad. What do I do? Blah blah blah. No, like you're just observing. You're feeling it, you're letting it go, and you're moving on. It's also a pretty co- pretty could. What is wrong with me? I said cool and good in the same word. Maybe we should make that a thing, could. Um, yeah, it's really great in practicing mindful and conscious shifts and transitions. You're really diving into your awareness and finding the empowerment of choice, choosing where your mind goes, choosing to breathe into each body part. So, body scans are just great in relaxing and training your mind a little bit better. Next, we have transcendental meditation. Um, This practice, you're often repeating mantras silently. Um, Mantras are, you know, just repeated words or sounds and As you do that, think about like phrases you say all the time and how they affect you. The power of the tongue and the power of the mind is so detrimental and important to our subconscious. The more you repeat something, the more your subconscious is soaking it in. So think about doing a meditation and just repeating a bunch of words and phrases that are important like I am's. I am strong, I am light, I am love. Eventually that's gonna gonna seep into your subconscious. Um, and while you're repeating the mantras, you're connecting to your higher self and creating an increase in self-awareness. You're truly feeling these phrases that you are connecting with. You may actually unlock like true transcendence in this time, which is just an experience beyond the normal or physical level. Um, So, this one is more connected, I would say, probably to your, um, like, your crown chakra, um, your third eye. This really allows you to connect to the more spiritual level. And although these are done silently, so you're silently repeating these mantras, I think that you can say them out loud if that feels best for you. Even incorporate maybe some chanting, which would not really be transcendental meditation anymore it would be like a mantra meditation but you could just be chanting saying like om or you know just using the mantras out loud because in using your voice you're connecting to your third chakra sometimes if i do a video where they're chanting and i'm letting it go you literally feel your throat chakra getting involved in the experience and it's really cool it's super freeing I like this one because it really allows me to step into my authentic self and let go of like who I think I should have been it makes me feel kind of childlike again also because you're truly just like making noise you're feeling so free there's a sense of freedom have you ever sat outside and just like yelled <laughs> just sat there and we're like I need to yell right now. And you get it off of your chest, you get it out of your system, and you feel so much more free, so much more light. That's how I feel when I do, like, chanting or mantras out loud. Um, and if you've ever done this in a group setting, you know the intensity of chanting out loud. Like, there is such an intense sense of oneness that's experienced when voices sync together, forming unity. You truly feel like you are all one. There is no separation. There is no individuality. You guys are one and it is a crazy good feeling. I definitely recommend doing that even if it's out of your comfort zone, something you've never thought you would do before. I'm telling you, try it out and you won't regret it. On to the next, visualization meditations. So these are pretty cool because our brains can if you think about it, it, can take you anywhere. It could, you know, make you think of anything. So some of these meditations will create the imagery of a white light entering the crown of your head, filling your entire body, going through your feet, letting it drip off of you. Those are really fun. Those are really relaxing. Those feel more spiritual Others create an environment where you're letting go. You might be picturing, um, I don't know, tension or pain or thoughts that no longer serve you literally leave your body. Um, So you're using your brain to let go, I guess. Um, And then you could also use these for manifestation, thinking about your future, placing yourself in a time and an environment where you want to be in the future. Um, So yeah, that's a form of of manifestation. You're visualizing yourself in a specific place. So that's kind of what you can expect. And what I like about these and what they give you, um, they allow you to choose your thoughts, which is something I am so... Uh, so about <laughs> that's just what I'm about when I'm teaching yoga and I'm going through um any type of meditation, honestly, is the idea of choosing your thoughts because we have the power to choose what manifests, like what we choose stays and what we what we give power to, what we allow to, to seep into our body, our mind, our subconscious, and we also have the power to choose what leaves what no longer serves us and what we're going to let go. What doesn't deserve to stay in our body, we have the power to let it go. So visualization is good on choosing your thoughts, choosing what you want. Um, So again, it's great for manifesting, letting go, relaxing and creating your own reality. Um, You're really allowing yourself to be free, stepping into your power and deciding Deciding what's going to reside with you, deciding what's going to stay with you and within your body. Love those. Um, One of them that I do, actually, I I wasn't going to go there, but one of them that I do when I'm teaching a meditation, I also say it throughout my yoga practices, also is visualizing a room with clutter. A really busy room with a lot of stuff in there. What can grow in there? What can you add? Not much. But once we start to let go... And we choose to have an empty room now we have the power to choose what goes back into that room what goes back into our mind because that room is our mind and our body and our soul so now that our room is empty and we have the power to choose what goes in there what are you allowing in that room that space that is all yours and what gets to stay outside what is not allowed to come in your room and as you're picturing a room, you're kind of picturing a, a like your mind and your mind should be your home. So I invite people to make their mind a home, choosing only, you know, only things that are going to blossom and grow to go into their room. And anything else that no longer serves them, that just is taking up space, I invite them to let it go. Um, And then on to the next, we have a walking meditation. So, mindfulness is key here. You know, you're jumping into full observation and full awareness of everything around you. There are probably like a million things that you just don't see on your everyday walk. Whether you're looking at your phone, whether you're not tuned into your environment, you are missing out on so much beauty. You can find joy in like just the color of the trees. You'll actually truly investigate the color of the trees and see them for what they are. You might experience a new design in the cloud. Maybe that'll trigger a memory that you really like. Um, you'll experience the vibrancy in the words of the birds, man. <laughs> the words of the birds. It's really a time to find gratitude in everything around you. To really be grounded and connected to everything near you. So what you can expect is to connect your breath with movement, to bring your awareness to your feet pressed against the earth. Um, Maybe the meditation will invite you to look around you, to feel the wind, to hear the noises around you, to see color, to truly see the plants and the environment around you. I think this one has a great connection to the mind, body, and breath, allowing you to move, um, as well as mindfulness, awareness, and gratitude, and grounding. Fuck it, we'll throw all of them in there. Next, we have a mindfulness meditation, and this one invites you to have an intention, and then you return to it throughout the practice Um, you observe the feelings and thoughts with an open and curious and non-judgmental manner so that's what I would say would be one of the best benefits is choosing non-judgment in that meditation and throughout your entire life what I like about mindfulness meditations is that although we picture meditation to be sitting down um, you know In the normal pose that everyone just pictures when they see meditation, you can do this anywhere. You can practice a mindfulness meditation literally anywhere. You can do it while, I don't know, brushing your teeth, washing dishes, cooking, or laying down, you know. The mind-body connection is fueled and you truly, truly dive into being present, which is awesome. Think about how much you miss of life because you're not present, because you're not truly there. I had this conversation the other day about memories and why I think I have a good memory and why it bothers me when other people don't have good memories. And it's, I I think a big part of it is presence. And when you are more truly present and not distracted, not on your phone, your mind isn't thinking of a hundred different things and you're truly there, you have the power to you know, soak in that experience more. You're going to remember the details because you were actually there for it. You were living. You weren't just there. You know, your mind, your body, and your soul were all there, not just your body, not just the external part of you, but all of you. So, that's just a little side note on that. Um, Thich Nhat Hanh again has another great quote for this, and he says, there are two ways to wash dishes. The first is to wash the dishes in order to have clean dishes. And the second is to wash the dishes to wash the dishes. I think that one is pretty self-explanatory there. You are either going to wash it to get it done or you're going to wash the dishes to truly do them. That also kind of relates back to the other podcast I did about having to do things and getting to do them. You either have to wash the dishes or you get to wash the dishes. I'm taking a sip real quick, sorry. This drink is so good. It's like a lemon ginger cayenne with apple cider vinegar. Mm, so good. Um, anyway, that has nothing to do with meditation. But yeah, so be mindful and present in your everyday life. All right. And then this one is a little far-fetched. Uh, but talking with your spirit guides, um, I've mentioned this on another podcast. I'm not sure which one, but this one you are just kind of, you know, doing your own thing. You are breathing, you are laying down and this is something that you could do all the time to connect to your spirit guides or, um, when it's really useful is when you're torn between a decision you have to make a decision, you're not sure what to do, and you can invite your spirit guides to join you. So you would ask them to join, bring you tranquility. And once you feel that deep relaxation and you just kind of like begin to know they're there, you ask them to, you know, be there in your highest and best interest to make sure that these guides are the ones that are protective and they're for you, not against you. Um, And then you ask them, it should be like a very specific question um, to make it a little more clear. And although they might not give you a direct answer, they will give you some guidance. It might not be like a yes or no, but it might give you another piece of knowledge that helps you in that decision. Um, So yeah, they're helpful in clarity, connecting to your higher self and decision-making. Definitely make sure to say um, session has ended or session is over. Something in that variation to confirm that the spirit guides are, you know, staying in their lane and not coming into the everyday life. And lastly, last but not least, sometimes your body and your soul, all it wants to do is just sit in silence and truly experience being. There are all of these meditations that I just went over, but sometimes you really just want to sit and be, and I think that that is meditation in in, and of itself. You have the power to be your authentic self in your true body, just going through your feelings, not around them, not distracting them, because you're choosing yourself When you choose a meditation, when you're just sitting and being, you are going through each of your emotions. You're not picking up your phone. You're not grabbing a drink. You are sitting there until you are done and you'll know when you're done. There isn't, that's what I like about this type of meditation. You're so free and you're just gonna feel so much power in knowing when you need to keep going and when to stop. It does have a lot of like dedication in there, but I think it's really worth it. Meditation really doesn't have to be like long or elaborate or a specific guided meditation, but it's really just a time to hang out with yourself in a proactive, progressive, and productive way. Allow yourself to truly hang out with yourself. Just vibe for two seconds with yourself, without a phone, without a computer, without other people, even without a book, like just vibe. That's it. So yeah, these are the different types of meditations. We've seen loving kindness, body scans, transcendental visualization, walking, mindfulness, talking to your spirit guides, and then the simplicity of just being. And how are we going to choose any of these meditations? We're going to choose by establishing our intention, connecting with ourselves, and knowing what we want to get out of this meditation. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that we've all gained something from this. And I actually, if you want to read the show notes for this, it will be up on my website, guidancewithgab.com, and it'll be under which meditation is best for you today. If you want to read about it, if you want to share it. And, yeah, I really appreciate everyone listening. Two more days, guys, and we are free from Mercury. Um, just continue to breathe, move with compassion and love and light. Remember to choose yourself always because as you choose yourself, you are also choosing the other people around you. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all of you and have a great day. Thank you.